What's poppin'? What's poppin', everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hoopin' with Mike and Brian. Welcome to another episode, everybody. Today, man, we, we got some things we got to get into. Today, we're going to talk some recaps here, uh, what's been going on around in the league, get into some trade talks, and a little fun segment here at the end. So please stay tuned. Uh, Brian? Yeah, everyone, make sure to check out our socials. We're live on Instagram at hoopin.mb. Uh, we're on TikTok, same account name, at hoopin.mb. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hoopin with Mike and Brian. And also, we are on Twitter, Hoopin underscore MB. So feel free to check out our socials, follow our Instagram page, and you know, just show some love. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And we're just staying right on top of content, posting stuff daily, you know, TikTok videos, Instagram, just posting up our fun little segments that we have, picking teams, picking our best players, and just having fun, enjoying our time doing this thing. And it's been, it's been a joy, right, man? Oh, man, it's been great, man. We're a couple, like, eight, nine episodes in, man. It's been blessed, and we just hope to keep going up. In 2023, we got a lot in store. Oh, yeah, we got we definitely got a lot in store, especially with this coming episode we have. Um, got some big things going ahead. I mean, it's been a crazy I, week, man. been a crazy week. I mean, we've also got a battle with school as yeah, well. Yeah, well, Like the third week of school, we're already all struggling. Yeah, man, essay after essay, reading after reading, man. But always find time to do what we love on the show, man, on the podcast. Podcast, on a live show, whatever it is, man, we love it. We're gonna make it work, and you know, just gotta you know, stay, stay, make sure we balance well through school and this, man. Everything's gonna be great. Oh yeah, no, most definitely. And hey, man, even though we stick together on this, we stick together even outside of all this, man. We have a class together for sure. Yeah, we got, uh, we, do have we, a class together. we got an intramural team that we're gonna be playing together. Yes, sir. And win it all. Ma- win it all. Hopefully on 92 ers Yeah, ninety tours. Hey, make sure, man, yeah, make sure everyone checks out uh, the U ninety two, the Moose, every Wednesday night uh, from six to ten. The sports page. We talk about NBA, talk about West Virginia sports. Feel free to check that out every week. Uh, my good friend Tanner Lambert runs that, and you know it's always a blast. And you know all things sports here at West Virginia. Oh yeah, De- definitely a big shout out to United to the Moose. They definitely give us our platform. platform. Definitely even started our platform pretty much to be able to you know record our voice, uh, export our files, and be able to post our stuff and our content. So definitely a big shout out to United. No better place to be, man, than Morgantown, West Virginia. So. Dang right, and even bigger shout out to West Virginia University, our pretty much our school here. Yeah. So. We're a proud Mountaineers, and we're just going all up. But mm-hmm. let's get into it, man. NBA's been in a little bit of a crazy little thing. I mean, we've seen LeBron dominance LeBron's throughout the week, man. Now has 40 points against every single team in the NBA all time, which is just it's nuts. There's not a lot of players that get that type of accolade where it's like you scored this much on almost every team. And, and at his age, too, is it? It's insane, man. It's and the only thing is the Lakers are still losing, which has got to be frustrating. I know uh, Russ, I think had like a, had around seventeen last night. But like, if you're if you're thirty, how old is LeBron now? Thirty eight, maybe thirty seven, something yeah. like that. Whatever he is, but like the fact that he's putting up those numbers at that age and they're still not winning. The Lakers, I know they made that trade to Hachimura, which we'll get into in a little bit. But um, you know, the Lakers, man. All I will say is though. If the one seed, so right now the one seed is the Nuggets, but like if you're playing the Lakers first round, I don't care what their record is. Seven game series with LeBron James on the floor, man, that's not going to be easy. So I think if you're the Lakers, man, all you got to do is get to that eighth seed, get to that playing. Because right now, if they were the, if they, the 10th seed is the Warriors, but say if the Lakers get to that 10th spot, they would play the Suns in the playing. And I'm taking the Lakers over the Suns. I think overall, just, you know, again, we'll get into all that stuff later, but the Suns have been up and down this year. Chris Paul is kind of on the downfall of his career. I'd, I'd say he's, been, it's easily his worst season we've seen in, a bu- in, in years. So I, I think they really got to get LeBron some help out there. And I think that Hachimura trade really going to, um, you know, expand what they can do on the floor. 
Yeah, no, most definitely. I mean, it, it's a weird little thing that the Lakers are going through right now. That they're losing, and they're trying to get it together, but then it's just like we're we're not getting the same type of production that we were getting a couple weeks ago when they were kind of like on their high end, mm-hmm. high streak. And it's like now it's like oh crud, like we're doing. Like I mean, LeBron, I just I was talking about you before. I mean, LeBron had what like forty points the other day, or even thirty, and his next person was Russ with seventeen. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you're not gonna get it done. Especially at this point, when yeah. teams are starting to figure it out, players are starting to become, teams are making moves to better their teams. You're not going to get better anytime from here when you're doing when you're doing stuff like this because LeBron's not doing LeBron's doing what LeBron could do at his age, which is absolutely phenomenal. But then nobody else on that team is yeah. picking up the slack, and I think that's I think that's just been yeah the and motto for them the last couple. Th- of that games. brings me to uh, obviously we know we played the, they played the Clippers last night where they lost by eighteen. Le- obviously we know Le- LeBron went crazy. We talked about that, mm. but I just want to take a second to talk about the Clippers. Um, obviously Kawhi and PG both played last night. and They beat the Lakers by eighteen, which is great. Whatever. But when the Clippers are at full strength, man, I don't know a team in the league that can beat them with a healthy Kawhi, healthy PG. That defensive front court. They got Zubac at the center. They got uh, when John Wall's healthy. I will say this, John Wall, if you go back to watch the 2014-2015 Wizards, John Wall was insane. People forget about how good he was, man. John Wall was so fun to watch, so electric. Um, I think this Clippers team is going to be scary, though, in the playoffs. Defensively, they got size. They got people who can defend the one through four, really, with Kawhi and PG. And then they got people who could stretch the floor and shoot, like Powell, Batum, Covington. Like They got these guys that could really – that I, they have a, a championship contending roster where I'm like, Clippers are a team – if you're the Mavericks, if you're the Lakers, if you're the um, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, you do not want to see the Clippers in a seven-game series. Oh, no, you de- you definitely don't. I mean, I'm starting to see they're on a three-game win streak right now, which is good for the Clippers in their position because, I mean, not even a couple weeks ago, we were just like, what's going on with the Clippers? Like, they're just kind of like – It's a question they're if just there. they're going to play – if the, their best players are going to be on the floor. Yeah. That's really, really, for them, is just being healthy. Yeah. Like, it's ju- I mean, I, I, I don't want to put my – my team in the same conversation, but like even the Heat, there's numerous teams in the NBA that don't even not just the Heat, but obviously I just have that yeah. close connection with the, being a Heat fan. But like the Heat have that just being healthy. Like the the Clippers when they're fully healthy, like this is what they've won the last three. They're five and five, so they're starting to like they're starting to piece the puzzles. They're playing above five hundred. They're top five in the West, and like their pieces are starting to connect and that's a scary scary thing because of guys like you have yeah. John Wall, Reggie Jackson, and I'm not even naming their star guys, Kawhi and Paul George, who recently, lately, been looking like a dynamic. Yeah, when they duo. play, man, they there's play no is, what duo were you taking over Kawhi and PG? There's not many oh, out yeah. there. And even on the defensive end, it's so yeah. scary. Yeah. Like you can't do anything. Because it's like you have Kawhi in the perimeter. If not then you have Paul George out there. It's like no matter what, you're getting defended by a top five. Mm-hmm. When they're healthy, they're top five defenders. And then they just have a bunch of guys. That's that's why it's so scary on the team. They have a bunch of guys that could just genuinely blow up on them by themselves. Like Reggie yeah. Jackson, John Wall, Covington, can Norman shoot. Powell, Ro- Robert Covington. If he's hitting, great defender though too. He can oh, defend. Phenomenal. And then Zubac, you saw him put up that thirty-one and twenty-nine game. Thirty. Like, yep. Thirty like, to thirty. He plays his role. I mean, plays he does role. this. I mean, a lot of people. I remember when that happened. I remember a lot. Of, People were making jokes about him just, you know, yeah. just being that wall, just kind of just collecting, you know, rebounds. Thing, but he does his thing. I mean, hey, sometimes you do your job correct, correctly, and it shows. And if I, is it Ivaka or Ivaka Zubac? Ivaka Zubac, man, he 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 he's a stud. He's got recognition. I mean, mm-hmm. even on TNT, Charles and Shaq love Ivaka Zubac because yeah. he he plays his role and he does a really good job. So this team fully healthy, the LA Clippers, man, watch out, watch yeah. out. Yeah. And this brings me to Monday night, uh, Mike. 
I was watching the T-Wolves Rockets game. I, I When I was watching the fourth quarter, I'd say the last six minutes, which, look, I'm a fan of Anthony Edwards, right? I think he's sky's the limit for him. I, th- I do think he got robbed the rookie of the year uh, when LaMelo took it from him. But I watched that Timberwolves game. Obviously, they're shorthanded. They're without Cat. They still have D'Lo, still have Gobert. But, like, the last six minutes of the game, every single possession ended with, like, an Anthony Edwards shot or an Anthony Edwards pass with, like, one second left in the shot clock. And I'm just thinking, when I I was watching that, I'm like, I don't think they're they're not going to win playing like that. And obviously, Cat's not playing, so I want to give him benefit of the doubt. But they're not going to go – they're not winning a playoff series if one player's um, taking the shots. It was the last six minutes of the fourth. I swear, every single possession – Ended in like an Anthony Edwards three, Anthony Edwards going to the rim, forcing up a shot. And sometimes he makes it. And obviously yeah. in that game, they lost to the Rockets. But like Anthony Edwards kept them in the game, no doubt. But in terms of winning down the line in the playoffs, I don't think they have the recipe to be successful. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you're, and you're talking. And Jalen Green went nuclear on them. He went crazy. Oh, yeah, Jalen Green. I mean, that Rockets team, it, it's so weird. Like we, we talked about last episode, just like how. Maybe that guard duo is probably not going to work out long term, and you know that team might blow up, and it just it just be you know the Houston Rockets. But Jalen Green, man, is a stud. I love watching Jalen Green. Yeah, he plays really well in that offense. But I mean, I think that's that's the problem with them. We don't even know what. Type yeah, of you know, Mike. I'm glad you bring that up. I'm, I'm honestly on the other side of it. I, I think he he don't get me wrong. He's had some great. He's very inconsistent, but he's a young player. He's on the Rockets. Yeah, but. I, I've said it before. I don't think the backcourt of Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green is going to be together in five years. I don't think. I think. Oh, yeah, no. I I think. Um, I think I agreed with you on that. Yeah, I think yeah. you made the same statement last another episode, yeah. and I and I agreed. It's just I think of Russ and Harden. I just get similar vibes when they were there. It's like yes, they're both great players, both ball dominant players. You can get to the rim, uh, obviously shoot, get to the free throw line. Yeah. But in terms of the Rockets, the last since Harden left, they've been not. They haven't really done anything. Which obviously, when you lose the top. 10 player in the league you're not just gonna be magically good but when I, when I sit and watch Rockets play it's actually kind of hard because there's so many possessions where it's like iso 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 and they shoot up a bad shot or ends up yeah. in a turnover and it's like again you're the Rockets you're, you're not really playing for much this year you're probably trying sure. to lose to get Victor Wembanyama. but I, I, I just don't I, I don't know I just don't see that backcourt working in, in the future yeah see no I understand see that's what I'm trying to find here like on Twitter because I saw this thing I follow a lot of like these stats it's like stat breakdowns and like kind of just looking at guys like basketball analysts, like highlights and stuff. But somebody was given a lot like good spotlight in just a month with um, Amarin Sengun. Oh yeah, from the Rockets, he, he's been from good. the Rockets, he's been, been solid, he's been stud, the most big man, consistent player. And he's like, and and I like the way he plays because he's he's consistent. Yeah, but then he's consistent. like a very back to the basket. I'm gonna hit you with a post. Yeah, he's move, not but very flashy. He's very versatile. Yeah. But he's very versatile because then he's like he can actually pass the ball mm-hmm. too. He sets up guys. I mean, he's, I saw a couple passes when he was playing, playing with Jalen Green went off, and it was just like, oh, perfect pass right there. Yeah. Give it to Jalen Green right. right I think I think basket. they have to put the offense through him. Obviously, he's not gonna bring up uh, the ball and be a point guard. But I think that's the guy who they have to build around. I think that's the guy where the players have to play off of him. Like he's gonna he's gonna get his, but he he gets his teammates involved, and that's not something that Jalen Green and Kevin Porter are really known for. They they can get look if you want to get a bucket, give it to Kevin Porter Jr. Give it to Jalen Green. But I think if you want to win games and really contend with the with the Western Conference as competitive as it is, yeah, you know you got to sacrifice your game or you got to sacrifice something. Like you can't just have the you, if you're Jalen Green, if you're Kevin Porter, you just can't you can't be dribbling out you know the clock every time. So if you were the GM of that team, and you know you guys obviously aren't a good team, you guys aren't yeah. a rebuild years. If you had to blow up that situation, who do you hold on to? I think 
it's or do you get rid of them both? Maybe build a franchise um, around Sangoon, even though you're maybe taking. For I would keep Jalen Green. You keep Jalen because okay. he was the second overall pick, the same year Kid Cunningham was. Whatever, two years ago, I believe. I believe two, three years let ago. Let me check. Let me, um, let me fact check. Yeah, I w- I would keep Jalen Green. I think his ceiling's a little bit higher. I think you kind of know what you're getting from Kevin Porter Jr. Like he's gonna get you buckets. Round might, one, pick two. Yeah, twenty twenty one. He he's he, Jalen Green. Uh, not Jalen Green. Uh, well, yes, Jalen. But uh, Kevin Porter Jr. might give you fifty one night. But yeah. uh, what's it called? I, I would keep Jalen Green. I think he has a higher ceiling. I think if you get him to kind of just like, yeah. you know, Porter, my, Porter Jr. is a little builder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And my dad would always tell me if you're if you're a guard, you got to be on the verge of out of control. You can't be too out of control, but you got you got to be you know head of steam. You got to get to the rim. Um, and I think if if the if the Rockets just get it to Jalen Green that he doesn't always have to you know be the guy the superhero just kind of take a step back don't have to shoot a contested three just move the ball they ha- I mean they do have Eric Gordon I obviously you know doesn't really want to be in Houston sure um sure. so yeah but w- what about you Mike what, what's your what's your take on that I mean with that team I think I there there's two scenarios there's two scenarios for me so I to me I would probably get rid of. KP Jr. because I know yeah. he's a little bit older and he can maybe go on another team and thrive or maybe go to a team for himself and they can build a little something around him because Kevin Porter Jr. He can get yes, a bucket. He can get a bucket and he's still on the young side of the mm-hmm. year. And that's what's so great about this because I'm actually going to segue from, from what I got to say now. I'm going to segue about these young guys. But to finish on the Houston Rockets, I would either keep – I'd keep Jalen Green because obviously you made a second pick. Yeah. And then Sangoon, I would probably try to build around that little core, just build that because, I mean – and that guy Terry East is I good even, too. And the Terry East is good. I mean, I saw, I showed you that playmaker. Um, shout out to on Twitter, uh, playmaker. Um, their verified account. They do um, this thing, but they did like a top defenders, like pretty much overall yeah. and whole team. And Terry Eason was on the Rockets, so and he's only a rookie. And they have Jabari Smith is a pretty good defender too. Yeah, Jabari Smith is a, is a good. They defender. have. I mean, he stopped. Team, yeah. He stopped that one time where people were going crazy. Yeah. When he stopped Giannis. Yeah, he was defending down Giannis. He's been. He's been. Um, he's been up and down this year, but. Mm-hmm. They got a pretty solid young core, probably better oh, than yeah. people realize. I just think, look, I'm, I'm hoping that you know the backcourt works out, but I think they're gonna have to get it to them that they're gonna have to sacrifice things in their game. And if you listen to the, I forgot what the podcast is called. Something might be for the show, but John Wall was on the show with Theo Pinson. Theo Pinson, and he said like the stuff that might get uh, might you might be able to get away with in Houston, not gonna happen in, with winning franchises. Like just the stuff oh, yeah. that they do on the court, off the court, whatever it is, you know. And um, it, it's almost like the whole thing. It's it's a business, but that 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 whole franchise runs top. Like winning franchises run from top to bottom, not yeah. just from one point to the yeah. end. Like it's not like they stop halfway. And it's like, oh, this is just a players, coaches team. This is not like, oh, the GMs, owners don't care. Like it, like when there's a winning franchise, everybody's connected and everybody's on the same term. If that's not it, and you got, and I think that's what's so great about mm-hmm. what that John Wall podcast came out about these Rockets. That was a great podcast. Because it exposed a lot of just like, this is what happens when you're in a losing franchise. You can get away with a lot of things that if you were on a team that was winning a top of the East, top of the West, you're not doing a lot of this stuff. You're going to have to stay more focused. Your attention is more to the game, which is, I mean, isn't that where it's supposed to be? Yeah. So as an NBA player, so it's just like, I get it, but I, I love that he came out, opened up. I mean, and I love this new John Wall that he opened up now. John Wall's my favorite player. I love John Wall. John Wall's John Wall's great, and he's and he's been in the league. He's been at the top of the league peak. He was a top. And at some guard, point, man. they argued him being the best point guard in the league. Was, yeah. You know, so it you know it's great. And I mean, the Houston Rockets have been a, a, like a dump since James Harden left. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, like that's yeah, probably no. a worse term to explain the Rockets, but they've, it's true. They've been stinking. Yeah. 
They've been talking about, you know, just every little thing about just tanking, trying to get somebody. But how are you going to move forward if the whole franchise is not yeah. committed to winning? So Yeah. So the sacrifice is just going to have to be made. You know? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, they have a young core, and, like, they should recognize that and try to build around that. Like, mm-hmm. definitely, if you feel like you have the chance to get Wembenyama, try to get it because that's another generational talent. But then I, I know these are teams teams are because they're professional and they're not just dumb teams. There's not people just trying to sit there and just keep losing. But also have your guys that, that will complement either Wembenyama when he comes to the team after that pick or if you don't get Wembenyama, have picks that are going to complement yeah. the guys that you have on the team now. Yeah. Because they have good players. Jalen Green's a great player. Jabari he Smith. He could be your next franchise guy. Jabari Smith could be your next franchise guy. Yeah. Sengou could be your next franchise guy. They have Build around pieces, them. Man. Yeah. You have the pieces. I couldn't agree more. Young pieces and everything. Because, man, that young talent in this league is getting so strong. Yeah. And this is where I segue into this. Josh Giddy. Oh, yeah. Josh Giddy, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They've been, they've been saying, I mean, they, they haven't been doing as great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're staying afloat. Like, we thought... Once when we heard about Chet Holmgren, I think everyone was just like, "Oh, Thunder are gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be stink. scary though. They're they're gonna be so scary because jo- Josh Giddy, they were just talking about this because I guess on the 14th, uh, a Bulls announcer named Josh Giddy, the NBA's version of Timothy Chamolet, and Josh Giddy retweeted back saying, "Timothy Chamolet," yeah. and uh, just in this month, man, he's averaging 19 and dishing out seven assists a game yeah. with yeah. 1.3 steals a game as That's well, impressive. which is which is great for a team that this is what I was talking about. This young core that we have in this NBA, and especially like these teams like the Thunder, the Rockets, even I mean, even on the East side, you have the Pistons, the Magic. These teams that have all these little young core pieces, where it's like any of these guys can be like. Phenomenal. Yeah. The next. That's what I want to ask you, though, Michael. Sorry to cut you off, but uh, just to ask you, um, what's it called? Um, yeah. So, if you're the Thunder, though, you have all these draft picks, and obviously they're going to be higher in the draft picks. Going to be like a top ten pick, top mm-hmm. five pick, whatever. Like, can you keep on? If these players reach their potential, or you think they'll be when their rookie contract comes up, will you be able to hold on to all of them? That's true. I don't you know. probably you probably won't be able. You have to, to pay shy. You have to pay shy. Yeah. You have to pay. You're gonna have to. Eventually, I think Chet will get that. Be that guy. Um, yeah, but I mean. It, it depends because solid cap is always just or paying players is always weird, especially in the NBA because like they you can have yeah, so we can have like two two three guys that you pay the max and yeah. the other guys that are kind of just like roles, but it'd be quite interesting how you keep all those guys. But I feel like in the long run, if those guys reach the potential, you can always trade and get yeah probably just sure. as better or somebody that could. Definitely, probably fit better. Yeah, because you're gonna eventually you're gonna have to pay these. If you, if these players want to pan out to be the way they should be with these draft picks, you know you're gonna have to pay them. But you know, that's I guess that's not a worry for now because you're just trying to build up their team the best they can. Yeah. So I mean, it's a little crazy, but I mean, it, it's we'll see how it goes going forward with this Rockets team and all these teams that we're trying to give. You know, because I think that's another thing. I think that's what's so great about our our podcast is that mm-hmm. we're we're really trying to focus around these teams that like don't get you know that yeah. don't get the recognition that aren't getting showed on ESPN every day. And yes, it's probably because they stink and nobody wants to pay attention to a stinking franchise. But and we're just gonna go straight dive head first right into it. Uh, trades, NBA trades that just yeah. happened. We got a little bit into it in the in the first part. We got um, Roy Hachimura to the LA Lakers for Kendrick. Lamar, no, I'm just kidding. Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> and three second-round picks. And three second-round picks, which is, you know, 
If I have to say anything, I, I'm going to take a little spotlight here on, I know it's not a huge trade, mm-hmm. but I've said this before. You go to a team that's bad or a team that's just kind of like open and you kind of, you know, they're just letting guys do their thing like Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Chris Sapps being, you know, who he is this year, especially with the Wizards. But I just want to give a little spotlight on Kendrick Nunn because as a Heat fan, he was supposed to somehow be that guy for us. Because he was in the rookie of the year, like top three. Re- ro- he yeah, was the he rookie was a of the year, rookie year like runner candidate, up, or runner up. Po- yeah. Had this whole crazy, like he joined like a, I forgot the stat. It's a history thing. Like he joined like, it's like well, not like a historical record, but like it was like a record that like not a lot of other greats have. Um, and he went on this absolute tear with Miami Heat and... Like, I, I wish that he could have continued that, especially for someone like LeBron, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. But it didn't work out, and now he's was traded um, to the Washington Wizards. And, you know, I've said it before, when you go to a franchise like this and they're just kind of open, sprawling, we'll see what he could do in an open yeah. offense and see what Kendrick Nunn could do. Because I know when he's when, when Kendrick Nunn is let free, I'm telling you, yeah. we saw it in Miami. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just Kuzma I'm too, being man. a homer. I'm being that a homer team. here. But you're right, Kyle Kuzma now killing it, it this year, man. for the Wizards. Chris Osborne's numbers have they gone up. They got Beal still. They still got Beal, but he's know. been like... You don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. Exactly. So he still might be part of trades or still yeah. kind of like... It's hard to trade to that contract, though. You know, that's exactly Exactly. So, but um, but how about how about you, Matt? How about you going on the other side? How do you feel about Roy Hachimura going to the Lakers? Because um, you kind of had a little yeah. bit much. I, liked, I like what the Lakers are doing. Um, I think... They have to make a change. I'm not saying Hachimura is a savior, going to change the entire franchise around. But, you know, he provides some shooting. I mean, last season, not this year, but last year he shot um, just about about 44% from three, which is really good for a guy who's not really known as a three-point specialist. Um, This year, the numbers dropped to about 34%. But I I think it's good because he's a power forward who can play a lot of minutes. And when Anthony Davis is down, obviously we know Anthony Davis is coming back. But, uh, you know. Tonight. Yes, tonight. Um. But uh, yeah, I like it, I, and they didn't have to give up too much because I don't think none just none, none's a good player. I just don't think he fit well with the Lakers. They had too many guards to play with Lonnie oh, Walker, so Austin Reeves, Russell Westbrook. Off the that's three guys off the well, two off the. And then you have Beverly in the starting lineup. But um, I like it. Again, I don't know if that's not going to make them win a championship. I don't think. But um, they're making changes with, with with their draft capital. Like they they have their paying LeBron that money, Russell Westbrook that money, Anthony Davis that money, and then the draft picks, they don't have any until like 2027. 20, yeah. I like what they're doing. Like, they had to make a change somewhere. They get another... I, the way I like it... Sorry to cut you off. Are no, you good. They, they get another big body. Because I think yeah. that's another thing they lacked. Especially like what we said. They had so many guards. Like, to be honest, one of the main questions I asked in the offseason when the Lakers were just making exciting and stuff like that, I was just like, why are you getting guards? Mm-hmm. We're getting a bunch of guards. Like, And they're not even guys that could possibly compliment LeBron. And we've seen what that's done by now, uh, hence the trade. But, I mean, yeah. it adds that big guy to it. Roy Hachimura is going to get probably some good time. I mean, he's going to start, I think. I think they expect him to start. I think that's the expectation. Really? What I, position? I think. At the four? Um, well, when Anthony LeBron Davis goes to the three. You put AD, uh, AD at the five. Ooh, that's a pretty decent And then you team. have Beverly probably at the two. And then at Beverly the one two. is... Uh, who are they going to play? I mean, really, at the one. I mean, to be honest, at that point, you could have who whoever. You could play, play LeBron up It's positionless basketball. Is what yeah, say. at that point, if you have LeBron in on in, in in the lineup, you just have whatever two guards you have. Yeah, because then at that point, he's he's point forward LeBron. So it'll probably be like 
Lonnie Walker and Patrick Beverly at start, yeah. and then Walker, LeBron, yeah. Roy Hachimura. That gives yeah. Reeves with Russell Westbrook, Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant's been playing well. Really well. I mean, last game, yeah, really he didn't struggled. do anything. Yeah. But he had a couple. In the last but game, LeBron went off. I mean, I don't. Yeah. You know. That's tough. That, that's where we were bringing question marks there is like, yeah. you know, picking up the slack. But, I mean, the last two games before that, he had 21, and I think he had 36 in another game. Yeah, which he had was a big game a couple crazy. weeks ago. Um, but one name that I, not that I've been hearing a lot about in terms of the trade world, but I'm just interested to see where I think this offseason is going to be a big, big, uh, I guess, standpoint for this franchise. But I don't know what's going to, what do you think is going to happen with the Hawks and Trey Young? Like, I know we had back and uh, forth with the, um, with the head coach, Nate McMillan, like that whole controversy. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen out of that, um, Like I, I have a weird feeling something interesting is going to happen in Atlanta. Like, the, the thing is, you just trade for Murray. So I think you got to give that backcourt some more time. Especially after you give up all those picks, but like yeah, something so telling me Trey is not going to be there much longer. I don't know what this it is. This really kind of caught me off guard. I know the news kind of came out with Nate McMillan and and Trey Trey Young and like yeah that came out, but like I didn't look so much into it. Maybe that's my fault, and I apologize for that, people. But like I I didn't think it was too much, but now hearing that he wants out of Atlanta after this season is like whoa. Because does he have a does he have a big contract or he? Or he's able to leave after this. Uh, I don't know if he's... No, I thought they... I, I'm not 100% sure, but... Because um, I still think he has another year or something. Yeah, he. I think he has another... I'm not 100% sure. Correct me. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he has... I, I think he has the, the opportunity to sign a big contract this off. But no, they just they just extended him not too, like, not too long ago, I don't think. For the Rockets. But yeah, I, I, five year, yeah. So he's still on the team for a long time. So it's just like, I don't how know. Do you th- trade that? I don't know. I just don't. I, I, I was a big Trey Young fan at Oklahoma. I was a big fan his first couple years in NBA, but oh, as well his first two seasons. And then obviously as a Knicks fan, you know, Trey Young is not one of my. I, I'm not a fan of Trey Young. I just because what he did to New York that one year. But um. That's why I lo- I'm sorry. I'm sorry what he did. But I think he's trying I, too hard to be him. the villain all the time, though. But I, I I love how he's embracing that role, but like it looks like he's trying to become a villain to his own team. Mm. Like, Nate McMillan is mm. a good coach, man. Mm. You said, ooh, that's like a little. I'm just being ooh, honest. That's deep right it's there. Deep. You said but, yeah, hey, he's being he, a villain I even think, to his team. Well, let me tell you this, Michael. When, when you are the franchise player okay. and things aren't going wrong, the fact that he doesn't show up to support his teammates doesn't sit well with me, Michael. Doesn't sit well with me. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, you're getting paid that money. Not even just that. You're getting paid that money, but you're the franchise guy. Like, you have all the attention on you. A- every mm. single move you make is watched through the public so you eye. Think, you know? I, I, I don't want to take words out of your mouth. Yeah. I don't want to switch up yours. But you say Trey Young is looking out for Trey Young. Yeah, I, I think he's valuing, He's not valuing the right things. Like, he has a mm. – look, they're not, they're not a championship roster. But with that Murray trade, like they they were in the Eastern Conference Finals not too long ago, and then you add a guy like John J. Murray, who have I said before, kind of excels in the things that Murray lacks in in terms of defense. Like I I don't I think he has to make sacrifices to his game to win and take his shot selection. Again, he makes tough shots. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of time his shot selection is bad, man. Like he just takes some threes. He can make them, but that's not winning basketball, man. It's not winning basketball, and that team's gonna go as far as Murray and Trey Young take them. But I I think I I do think Murray's willing to make changes to his game. He's kind of said he's kind of shown it. But I don't know, man. If you're Trey Young, like if, if you want to win, you're you're gonna have to make sacrifices. And I don't know if he has that. He, I think he's just embracing that villain role too much. Too At, much. Too much. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with being the villain. It's great for basketball. But so you know. okay. 
So, what do you do then? What do you do as a GM? I think I think you have to give them another year. Possibility for the Hawks. So you give them another year. Definitely another year. Um, just because it's the first year of them playing, even with all that drama. Yeah, I don't. I I think McMillan's a great coach. I wouldn't get rid of McMillan. I think again, if you have to pick between Trey Young and McMillan, you probably have to pick Trey Young, because like Mm -hmm. again, Trey Young's a hard player to move because his contract, the contract's got coming up, whatever it is, the type of player he is. Yeah. what do you but ask for him back? I'm just saying if my well, that's the thing. But if my star player is, I'm not saying Tra- I'm not saying Trang's doing this. But if my star player is going to make it between me and the head coach, like that's not the star player I'd want. But that's true. You know. Um. But what was your question? You said what would you want back? No. What? No. It's not that wanting back. That would probably be one of the aspects. Obviously, like what yeah. would you get back for Trey Young? And that's going to be a high asking mm-hmm. price. To be logical with the way oh, for sure. you know, especially with Trey Young is exactly. So. I, my my main question is just what you do. So you say you give it a year, definitely give it more time. Give I don't want to jump time. to the conclusions yet, but yeah. so you think this is just maybe just some yeah, cause drama I, right now. Is yeah, because I um I compare it to the year the Celtics was it last year the Celtics started off poor. I'm not saying the the Hawks are gonna be the Celtics. Same type of drama though. Not drama, but like I think it's just early. Um, they're, st- they're still figuring things out because Trang was on. some... He wasn't on bad teams, but he was on teams where like he's the guy, like he's the one taking well, all the where shots. Where are they? They right now are eighth in the East. Yeah, I think they're at five hundred. Yeah, they're literally at they're twenty four, twenty four. Yeah, which know. I feel like the entire league's at like five hundred. But um, Gosh, yeah, no, you know, it's just like right there. But isn't that isn't that like I mean, it's but everybody's uh, competing to a I team like that co- everybody's. Competing. Don't get me wrong, like. They are not a top four team in the East because there's other teams. But to a team that was just... Uh, I mean, the way they're playing, I mean, the chemistry, since it's been going iffy, I mean, their team is probably not even, like, they're lucky They're not even to top either. six. I don't even think they're top six right now. No, they're, I don't. You think they're better than your Knicks? Uh, I don't think they're better than the Knicks. So they're not... They're They're eight. But I don't even know. Like, I think... I, no, I think they're... The still, Pacers yeah. dropped, but, like... I think they Pacers should be healthy. better. They should be better than the Knicks. But... Right now, I, the Knicks overall how they're structured with Brunson and how Randall's been playing. I would say the Knicks um, and Pacers. I would I take the Hawks over the Pacers. You take the Hawks right now over the Pacers. Yeah, I, even I, with the way they would. Be pl- I'm saying playoff time. I would take the Hawks. That's fair. I mean, I yeah, maybe maybe I'm being dumb and people are probably just like you know they the Hawks definitely have players, but it's just like see I I'm probably pay pay too much to like the fact that all this has come out. So fast, yeah. It's such a amount of time that it's just like, whoa! Like mm-hmm. he wants out of Atlanta. Like, dude, like we don't even know if it's possible. <sighs> be, yeah. You know the situation. Like, what's going on? Like, but we'll see. We'll see what goes on in that situation. Yeah. But that is a very hard situation. I don't know where the Hawks go. So, from. what's your opinion? Do you think? What do you think? What do you think the Hawks should do? Do you even think they should make I a th- move? I think the same thing, but I, I find it hard to understand holding on to this because. What if this just even ruins more of the team morale? Like, what if this? Like, That's true. I know it's a what if, but like, we don't we don't know how this goes. Like, either this just passes over and guys just go back to just just hoop it. Obviously, just you know, it's gonna just hoop to, it. Yeah. If he's your and franchise guy, though, he should be able to do that. Yeah, I think he, he should be able to like kick out of and be like, you know what? Like, maybe taking initiative for himself, and be like, oh, you I know what? I was kind of yeah. being a little stupid, and I had to take a step back and look at myself in the mirror, but. Yeah. I mean, because there's, yeah. there's that possibility, which is great, and then he comes back and the Hawks be the Hawks, and yeah, well, they're uh, yeah. probably that top five, maybe they in the East. Be. They should be, but, but I was not. telling you, like, I was probably as high on that trade um, of that Jonathan Murray trade as anyone else was, because I said like I thought they complement each other very well. So uh, obviously, the supporting cast around that um, may not be like the 
you know, the best supporting cast we've ever seen. But, uh, you know, I, I they have they should be. I I think they should be a top six seed. I think I say I, going into the season, I thought they would have been a top six seed for sure. Like just avoid the plan. Um, but you know, I think uh, you, you've seen flashes of AJ Griffin. They have, you know, I, I I will say this. I think John Collins is the most average player you'll ever see. I don't think he's improved. I don't think he's improved at all since his rookie True. year. He do, he know where you're getting out of John Collins. I think they might move on from John Collins. I think that's a guy they're going to move this offseason for sure. I think that's one of the guys they'll move on from. Hunter, I think Hunter's – I think people overvalue DeAndre Hunter. I know he does a lot defensively. He can shoot. But I, I don't know what his ceiling is. I don't know what his ceiling is. I don't know how much better DeAndre Hunter is going to be for them. But, like, I don't know, Mike. I, if, if I'm the Hawks, you're kind of in the spot of, like, you're competing, but you're not bad enough to tank. So it's like you're not going to beat the Milwaukee's, the Boston's, the 76ers, for that matter, the Nets, of course. Um, but, yeah, that's my take on it, Michael. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I mean, I'm going to – we'll see how it goes. To me, I'm just like, we'll see how it goes because, I mean, they've still been playing good ball. I mean, they don't look as bad of a team, though, without him in a way because they yeah. have Murray. So it's just like – it's not too bad, but we'll see how it goes. I, w- I want to get into other players because, I mean, this was really, to me, man, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I, it was kind of out of left field for me with the Trey Young thing, but, like, I knew something was kind of going on, but I was just like, ah, it'll just breeze over, which hopefully it does breeze over, but we don't know. So we'll move on from there, but we have other players that are kind of, I mean, kind of being talked about. I mean, we have Fred Van Fleet. Eight teams are interested in Fred Van Fleet, which we kind of did talk about last Yeah. He's Last episode, he's kind of not been great this year. not great. Other players are kind of making it kind of look on the on the tape, not like happy with his shot selection. Yeah. And they're just underperforming as a team. Like, Siakam's been yeah. great though, man. Uh, all star, all star, yeah, all star. Sure. Yes. I think he has a shot to be All NBA this year. Ooh, first team? No, I think he'll. I think yeah, if, if they're like they're yeah, if they're like as below five hundred like they are now, I don't think you could put him. I think he might be third. Well, I mean, if you put them in the power forward position and put people in the power forward, it depends position. how they. I, yeah. I think it depends on how they classify them. Who's power forward? Who's? Center. Oh no, it's just well, usually, they usually do forwards. Right? Yeah, they do two forwards because you two have Jokic guards, two Embiid. forwards, and setters. Oh yeah, because there'll only be one of Jokic and Embiid. Probably it would probably be Jokic's yeah. first team. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and then Embiid, and then Sabonis should be the center yeah. for third team in my eyes. But I mean, looking at it, I mean, the eight teams that are interested. Let's go down. Oh. The first team, the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat is that. Would you? But what would you give up for Van Vliet, though? You're not uh, gonna give him Lowry back. We will. We would. You would give up Lowry for We're, Van Vliet. We, we we've talked about him being traded recently. I've seen. Some, I'd rather. I've rather, seen some on some Heat. So would you pages. rather Lowry or Van Vliet? I think. I mean, I'll let you answer that. You're a Heat fan. I know Lowry's not Lowry, but as as he was in Toronto, but age wise. Van Fleet, I'd rather just get it because then he has some time to do that's s- fair. to do something no, to that's do something. Fair. Kyle Lowry, I mean, he goes back and he he can retire. No, yeah, to be honest, that's like a good goodbye sent home thing for Kyle Lowry. That's good for him. To be honest, that's where his greatness. I'm not gonna say it's where his greatness comes from, but like it it benefits us. To be honest, it benefits us more than them because Kyle Lowry. How do you yes, think Van Fleet had fits good with games, Jimmy, but though? Kyle Lowry has it like like recently his his st- like. We are we have a better like record without Kyle Lowry. There's a point where we were undefeated without Kyle Lowry. 
Yeah, uh, no, you know better than me for sure because that's your team. That's fair. So, I just don't know how would Van Vliet. No, it's fit, not even. It's you know? not even that. Oh, no, if you got if you got more to say about it. No, no, because no. like I don't even. I I no, I agree. I, I agree with you. I just don't know. My I'm not saying it's Lowry. How it's more of like I just don't know how Van Vliet would fit with Jimmy. Uh-huh. You know that because he's as you said, Van Vliet's shot shot selection, especially this year, is very questionable at times, and yeah. he just hasn't shot the ball well. His, his efficiency is awful, honestly, quite yeah, frankly. Um. Yeah. But I'm rooting for Van Vliet, man. Yeah, Wichita see, State legend. Right, right. Yeah, man. See, I would like it because it gives us more... Sh- shooting? Shooting. Like, I want to say shooting. You could probably throw like, Duncan Robinson in that trade, too. Get off that yeah, contract. You yeah. probably have to. Cause there they, you go. Yeah, so if you, if you can get off of Duncan Robinson's contract, I would do oh, it. Oh, we are 100%. Oh, I would love that. Robinson and, and Lowry. Donis Haslam just retires in the middle yeah, of the season. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's moving on, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we would have to give up a good thing. But yes, giving up that Duncan Robinson would be nice. Yeah. Next team, the Lakers. I mean, if Red Van Fleet's ready to Lakers be a spot up every, shooter, but the sure. Lakers are in every single trade talks of every single team in the history of the NBA for some reason. Like every, any players available, the Lakers are gonna have, are gonna get him. And then they, they've been saying they're gonna get Buddy Hield and Miles Turner for like the last four years. That's what it feels like. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I don't we know. don't know how that goes. Uh, Clippers, that would be nah, yeah. I, I don't know. They, I don't think they need it. I don't think they have. They I have think when John Wall comes play. back, the thing is John Wall's not 100 percent healthy, and he's not the John Wall, the DC John Wall we saw. But to be fair, John Wall did average like 20 game when he was in Houston, like the last healthy season he played, which was a couple years ago. Really. But we'll see. Big John Wall fan. Um, Timberwolves, I don't. That, that I think the T was got to get rid of D'Lo. Why? I don't think D'Lo fit. D'Lo's been doing nice. I, I don't think it's deal. I just don't think he fits with Anthony Edwards. I just don't. But well, what type of point guard do you get then with Anthony Edwards? Another you're guy going to take up shots. No, no, you're going to need if you're if you, if you're um if you're D'Lo if you're Anthony Edwards, I think you need a like, the way Anthony Edwards plays. From what I've seen, you need a a pass first point guard. That's what I yeah. think. And D'Lo is good. It's just, I mean, this is amongst a lot of other teams that we can get into. But I mean. The Timberwolves, yeah, they're good. I just, I don't know what they need for in a guard. Like, I like D'Lo. Why yeah. don't you like D'Lo? I, I, am I not seeing something? Tell me something. I don't. I don't again. I don't think it's much of D'Lo. It's just the situation. Mm. But yeah. uh, um, yeah, I don't I know. I mean, I mean, I get it. Situation could always be situational. But I mean, the only other uh, trade thing that's brought up right now is what I'm seeing on this hoops hype page. Um, is I mean, Eric Gordon. Lakers, Suns, and Bucks interested in Eric Gordon. So literally three teams that are yeah. – well, two teams that – one team that is really more of a finals team except for the Suns and Lakers, which kind of stinks. But Yeah, the Bucks. yeah. It, it's a better situation for Eric Gordon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree. I think Eric Gordon, just his contract's the problem. But, you know, and he doesn't want to be in Houston. Yeah. I think that's been known. No, it's most definitely just – him being in Houston in the contract and him just be like, I want to get out of here. Yeah. So which rightfully so. Brian. Michael. You have under a minute to guess a wonderful NBA player that is in my mind right now. In three, two, one. Is he a current player? Yes. Does he play for an Eastern Conference team? Yes. Is he in the Atlantic Division? Atlantic Division, no. Is he in the Central Division? Yes. 
He's in the Central Division. Okay. Does he? Wait, 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 wait. Central. Hold on. Oh, whoa! This guy. This taking off my time. Yeah, bro. yeah. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, 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 uh, is he on the Bucks? No. Cavs. Yes. He's on the Cavs. Does he start? No. Is it Teddy Osman? No. Is it um? Isaac Okoro? Nope. Is it uh? It's not Isaac Okoro. Kevin Love. Nope. Uh, Ricky Rubio. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, yes, it is. Let's go, baby. In under 15 seconds. So, good job. Good I, job. I knew he go. just got traded there. 15 seconds. Yeah, you got that, Ricky that's Rubio. What we, that's what we do, man. Ricky Rubio. You know, I'm like that. Yeah, I remember you were guarded. You said something about me. What? I remember I said something. I was like, oh, yeah, I play. I remember we were talking about, like, us playing hooping. And then you said something. Oh, you like a little Ricky Rubio. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Um, Hey. Yeah, that's right. Everyone out there, man. U92 over here. We we in that intramurals, as we said before, man. Uh, I'm I'm a shooter, man. First team all league back in my day. You ask Tanner Lambert, runs the sports page, man. I, I was that guy. At Cresco. Cresco High School, Cresco, New, Cresco. New Jersey, man. Um, shout go. out to the 201. First team all. <sighs> yeah, man. It was it was it was it was a blessing, man. Look at COVID that, man. messed up my senior year, but you know I worked with what I had. Mike, where are we going now from here, man? From here, man. You got a player in mind? Okay, my oh. I, I, uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me. Th- I'm reading your mind. Okay, I got. It. You got it. Yep. Is he a current player? Um, no. He's not a current. Is player. he a guard? Um, is he a guard? Uh, no. Wing. Yes. Eastern Conference. Um. Eastern. Con- he. Uh. Yes. Western Conference. I said yes to the Eastern Conference. Okay, but did he also play for a Western Conference team? Uh, I believe so. Did he dominate in his Eastern Conference team? Um, Dominate's a bit of a stretch. So he dominated in his West team? Well, he he, was, he didn't dominate really either one. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying too much. Atlantic team? Yeah. Okay, so Atlantic. Think, Mike. Twenty five seconds. On Celtics? No. Sixers? Nope. Nets. Yeah. Nets. Okay. Wing player? Yep. Is it Richard Jefferson? No. Is it Vince Carter? No. Did he play in the two thousands? Uh no. Two thousand tens? Yep. Five seconds. Marshawn Brooks? Nope. Wilson Chandler? Nope. Final guess. Played after 2010s. Is a wing player. Mm-hmm. Not current. Not current. You said he wasn't current. And this was his most memorable team. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. Not current. Come on, Mike. He played 2010s. Oh my gosh! I guess you're gonna you're gonna hear it and be like, oh wow, I should have got I should have got that. I think. Ten. Nine. Oh no. Eight. Oh no. Seven. Is it six? Oh, I'm reaching five, my bag. Hold on. Four. Three. Two. One. Is it Shot clock violation, man? Yeah. Mirza Toledovich. Mirza Toledovich? Oh man. my lord, that name. I would never. I'm sorry. I would have never gotten uh, that. Wow! But that it just wow, Mirza Toledovich. He, he could. 
shoot that ball, man. God, he Crazy. could. He could. What was he? Croatia? What was he? Cro- I'm thinking uh, Toledovic. I'm thinking Croatian. I'm stupid. I, I don't know. Saying that. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Mike, that was a that, that was a Mirza Tlat's a heck of a name. I haven't heard that name in so long. Neither. It just came right. Last to my time mind. I heard that name was NBA 2K My Team. Somebody have that guy on the team because he's just makes every three pointer. Yeah. Yeah, he played with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and stuff. Oh, Deron Williams, man. I would have. Ne- I'm sorry, I would have never gotten that. But oh, enough, wow. Because I thought I was reaching the Wilson Chandler bag. Remember when Wilson Chandler? Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Rondé Hollis Jefferson. I don't know why that's the name I thought you were gonna say. Almost, but you said Kurt. You said he wasn't Kurt. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Is he? Still, is he still in the I league? I think I thought he was in the Raptors? Raptors. I don't know if he's still there. He might be. Oh, he might not be. But no, still. I mean, he played what last year, the year before, or whatever it was. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, yeah. So t- t- hasn't played since 2018. When he played for Milwaukee, and the reason when you asked about the Western Conference, um, Mirza Tlaibov only played one season for Phoenix, so he technically was Western Conference, but um, yeah. So I, 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 I that that was a tricky one, Michael. But you know, you brought up some names where I'm like, oh wow, like Wilson Chandler. Yeah, you His see, that's what I'm saying. I'm Nugget to a deep bago that I got in the brain. Yeah, man. That I was like, okay, if I'm like, he got Wilson Chandler, ah, like. I don't even know because I'm not current. I, I kind of, whoosh. Yeah, that was a little, that was a good one. That was a really, really good one. But Thank you. Dang. dang. That's a good one. But before we end, before we end, I got a little nice little, little, little fun, little tiny segment before we end. Jerseys. You like jerseys? I like jerseys. All right, so we're just going to put some teams against each other. So we're going to do like the team of the weeks. So we're going to do like this week. It's rival week, actually. Yeah, it is rival week. So we're going to go over rival week. But we have to pick the team's best jerseys of each team. Like you're saying, just any jersey they have. Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. But it has to be like, who's better? Like we're gonna we're gonna pick each from each team, but then who wins overall? Oh yeah, so so rival week. So like tonight, Memphis Grizzlies oh, and Warriors. Grizzlies, no doubt. So Those you Vancouver like the old the Vancouver ones? ones. Okay, yeah. what Warriors ones would be the best ones? I do the We Believe Warriors jerseys. Those are good ones. I like the uh, the the city edition ones with the bridge. Like not the not the, the one um, with the rose in the bottom. Yeah, Ooh, yeah that yeah. is pretty. It's fire. like the, they're yellow, right? Yeah. So, the ooh, ones. they had um. I think it's a Chinese oh, New Year one. Yeah, but those short sleeves ones where Curry fun. hit that three against OKC. Those those are not. I like those. Okay, so which one are we sticking with? Them? I'm sticking with the the one I said the um the one with the I forgot what it was called, but. The city edition ones? Yeah, those city edition ones. With like it says the city on it, I think, or it says something. But the yellow ones with the bridge. Not not the generic okay. ones. Okay. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The one, yeah. I think it's like dark blue, right? Yeah. Dark blue. And then overall, Vancouver Grizzlies winning yeah, it. Yeah, Vancouver Grizzlies. No Grizzlies. Doubt. Okay. No doubt. Cool. So there. All right. What's another game going ahead this week? What's another game? We have Sixers Nets. Sixers Nets. All right. Who has a good jersey? This I like the Sixers. Um I like their jerseys when they had uh, like Andre Gudala, like those ones with like the old logo, the oh, gold like the logo. black, one. yeah, yeah, like those the are AI clean. ones, yeah, those yeah, are. Clean. So I know what you're talking about. Um, but the Nets, man, you can go back in the day with yeah, their jerseys. Like I like their New Jersey Net logos. I I might have to go like their old school, like the, the old one Nets with one with Julius Irving. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, with the stars on the side, they do the classics one with the yeah with the tie dye kind of color with the Nets with uh. Yeah, I don't see. Kyrie, but I'd probably give it to the Nets. I give it to the Nets, old school. So yeah, so old school Nets and also old school Sixers. Sixers, but old school. Yeah, Nets I go Nets probably. Sixers have nice ones, but 
I like the Nets. Uh, I'll give it to the Nets. Um, What's another game this week? Another game this week. We ha- well, we do have. Okay, we we talked about the Warriors already. Nick Celtics. We'll do that. Ooh, Nick Celtics. I don't, I'm gonna put my bias aside as a Knicks fan, but uh, what do I do? I'd go Knicks. I go Knicks, old school Knicks jerseys. Like with Patrick Ewing? No, no, no. I'd go with um, what are those dope Knicks jerseys? Like those green ones with Nate Robinson? Yeah, yeah, the St. Patty days. Yeah, I go yes. Knicks. So Celtics, they have. I feel like they have. They have generic they have jerseys. Those ones, but I mean, I even like the orange ones. They yeah, had definitely with, Knicks with Carmelo. Um, the black ones are nice too. They have those. Uh, they have the black. The ones Halloween now, edition nice ones. ones, I think they are. Oh yes, the Halloween editions were fire. Yeah, um, they have like the one that's like the fire department one is pretty nice. I like that one. That actually, yeah, like, looks sure. pretty cool. Um, but I would have to say like the even the old school Knicks jerseys, like the ones that used to have like the New York Yankees logo on the side, mm-hmm. on like the sh- shorts, those ones over any Celtics has just been black. Yeah, it's been white. very consistent. Which I mean, I get it, but uh, yeah, I I I definitely agree. Um, I definitely go Knicks for sure. Yeah, Celtics have like nothing too crazy, not too flashy, kind of just like. You know what jerseys they have. You know what I mean? Um, what, pick a game, Michael. I mean, Friday, rivalry week. Wait, is this starting rivalry week like next week? Like on No, the, it's this week because we got the Grizzlies uh, Warriors tonight on ESPN. So at 28th, you got Knicks, Nets, Rockets, Pistons, Bulls, Magic. But is that really rival? So I mean, not every game is a rival, but like, you know, you'll have like uh, the, the Knicks, Celtics, the Clippers played the Lakers last night. Um, oh, let me just rivalry week at the end. Let me just see which one it is. Okay, so rivalry. Okay, so Clippers and Lakers. Lakers jerseys, no doubt. Okay, Lakers jerseys. No All of doubt. them, every in every category. I even like the old school Clipper ones. Nah, I I I like the Clipper yeah, jerseys. The Lakers, like the they, got that, they got that. They got that. That baby blue ones. Yeah, but ooh, I also like the. Um, they called the Crenshaw ones. Yeah, Nips, Nipsey. Hustle. I like those. Those. Oh. Uh, those those black jerseys they have, like the all black kind of with like the, oh, I believe it's purple lettering. It could be gold. I think it's gold. I don't even know how to explain it, but like if you're out there and you're you're big into jerseys, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. But like those Lakers jerseys that were black, and like I think they, I think they had gold lettering. Um, but those are the ones I was like, wow. It, I, I, I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm I'm anti Lakers as anybody else. But those I can't deny those jerseys are very nice. Oh yeah, yeah, those jerseys are nice. Okay, how about this? This is gonna kind of kick old school because like, these jerseys probably. More old school, but Mavs and Suns. Suns. Those with the Barkley jerseys, man. Steve Nash. I I, I miss those Steve Nash. That, the That's f- true. Hey, fun fact, the first uh, NBA jersey I ever got, probably the first jersey I ever got in general was a Steve Nash jersey with the, those purple jerseys, just like those purple jerseys he wore. I still have it. I mean, it was me in like third grade, so it doesn't fit me anymore. But the Suns jerseys oh, with, that, with that, the, that sun going across the, the middle. Going across oh, the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have the other one. Definitely the Suns, man. Definitely the Suns. Um, the one with the cactus. They have one with the cactus. That's the older one. That's so fire. Yeah. No, no doubt, oh, man. No doubt. Yeah. Um, I gotta give up. I don't. The, the Heat. The Heat Hornets. I think it's safe to say the Heat. But the Heat. The Heat jerseys need some love because the Heat have those Vice City uniforms. Those. Oh no, my best. My favorite ones were that. Those the NBA Finals. The all white. Those oh yeah, the white, white hot ones. The white hot ones. The white hot playoffs. Yeah, I don't know the Mavericks against. Okay, so I know we were giving it to the to um, the, the Suns. Lakers, the Suns oh, against Suns, the Mavs. Yes, yeah. yeah, Mavs, man. Some of even their old days, man. Were I like, don't like the. I don't the like green. their jerseys now, though. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I like the one that they did of um, which one? Like it, it kind of looks like old school, but it's like kind of yeah, it's a little tacky <laughs> actually. Yeah, I guess it, the Suds run away with that one. I yeah, guess. yeah. Um, they have the Heat, Celtics. What I mean, ab- what about Hawks, Trailblazers? Ooh, Hawks, Trailblazers. Um, is that a rivalry weekend thing? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not like a rivalry game, maybe per no, se. No, I have the games that all pulled up though here. Oh, I'm just saying it's a game this week, though. But, yeah, if you oh, want to yeah. pick one from there, then. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I was doing. So, look. So, ooh, this is a good one. Okay, how about Raptors against Warriors? I'm going Raptors. Raptors, no Old doubt. school Raptors. Vince Those Carter. Vince Carter. Yeah. yeah that might, that's probably the best jersey. That and the Vancouver Grizzlies are probably oh, the two yeah. best jerseys yeah. out there. Ooh, we should do we should do another ooh. episode where we do, like, top jerseys all time. Yeah. Oh, which, oh. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather have the Vancouver Grizzlies or those Toronto Raptors ones? I got to go Toronto, man. It's close, but I think those Toronto jerseys. I might go the Vancouver one, but the, the gr- blue, like bright ones. Because yeah. it's kind of like green, but it's like greenish blue, but it's like bright. <coughs> oh, that would be fire. yeah. But don't, no, those 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 that wrapped. It. Shout out to my boy Ryan Leonard. He has that um, what's that it called? Purple. He you has talk about that the purple Tracy one? McGrady one, oh, man. One with the with the Raptor actually yeah. on it. It's, oh oh it's my, so nice, man. Um, he's also Just a big, both big, of those colors yeah. on the same court. He's he's also a big listener to this podcast. Got to give him a shout out. Shout out to uh, all my boys from here too, Jack, Roberto, all the guys. Um, oh, just think about the court matching the same color as the teams. Yeah, I know. You have be the tough. Vancouver Grizzlies versus the Toronto Raptors, like that, but with the purple and like Vancouver gray, yeah. like bluish. Oh, yeah, man. And the court customized. Oh, that game would be so nuts. Yeah, I mean, not for sure, man. And uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of good jerseys. To be fair, there's a lot of bad yeah. jerseys too, but. Uh, like those um those jazz uniforms they have this year they look like practice jerseys. I oh, forgot sure. I don't know if it's the ones they use every night, but yeah, man. Those jerseys, man. They just gotta have like you know how they have a rivals week, they just have to have a, jer- a week where they just do throwback jerseys, man. Remember those They're jerseys true. though that had the the nicknames on the back? Like Jesus yeah. Shuttleworth for Ray yeah. Allen, King James. When the Knicks played the Heat or yeah, the, the Heat were playing like the Nets and stuff. Yeah, and, and it had Kevin Garnett had the big ticket. The big, yeah, ticket. LeBron had King James. The truth oh, with Paul those Pierce. So, they gotta bring what that happened back. to the fun NBA? Dude, I don't know, man. Oh, they they got to bring that Lord. back, bro. That, that was um that was something special, man. That was something special. That was. That was so fun. Like just getting Ah, oh, what happens to creativity, man? Yeah, man. I NBA miss it. lost his creativity. They lost it, man. It's kind of sad. Cause even remember when they used to wear like their they would wear their alternative like best jersey at the All Star game. Like yeah, you'd wear them. Yeah, like with um. Yeah, yeah, that was like the two thousands, like early two right. thousands. Yeah, you'd wear your jersey. That's so. That's so sick. That would be so fire. That's what so they everybody do. would. So like, who's ever wearing like yeah, the white they, colors? They wear everybody their wore their all their home jerseys. Because all the the All Star jerseys have not been nice, man. The ones that they make that like I have not. No, they they've been falling off. Since, I don't know like, the last 2000. time I liked it. I mean, I just think in general, the All Star Weekend hasn't been 2000, ever since 2016. I'm gonna do 2018, NBA 2016, dunk, the dunk contest with like Levine dunk and uh, Aaron Gordon, man, hasn't been the same since, man. All right, see, this is 2018. This is just like basic. 2018. Okay, let's do 2017. Oh lord, 2017. Yeah, man. Um, I, I'm just more. I'm not a fan of the All Star uniforms. I like the idea that you said where they wear their color. You know. Yeah. 2017. These ones were the. Um, those weren't that great. Those weren't as like too stylish. I have these ones. I have a Kawhi Leonard one with their New Orleans. My parents got me that one. Oh it's yeah, really dope. But I mean, that was your boogie got traded during uh during the thing halftime. This I was two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen was pretty good. Was yeah, decent. But and that that yeah, yeah, th- those weren't too bad. Um, 
Is he 2015? This was oh, in New York. just the numbers on the jersey? Yeah, just the numbers. This is in New York. Yeah. Oh, see, the 2014 one was nice because it had these ones. Yeah, those years they had the neon colors. Dang, was 2014 the last year? To see, see, yeah, I think 2014, 13, yeah, those before those everything before 2014, the jerseys were better because I remember 2013, the jerseys were cool. They were like Easter Conference, they were good. And then 2012, Mm -hmm. they still followed the format, but like they were getting a little. I liked it, the the color design, the way the format was, but yeah, yeah, before then was like way better jerseys. Definitely, man, and um, I think it's interesting because uh. You know, we haven't really seen. I I saw we saw that report in like 2024. The Grizzlies might bring back those Vancouver ones, but it's like, what's what's the wait, man? Why are we waiting? But uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy because that type of you know what that type of conversation brings up new teams. The, Seattle, man, bring a team back to Seattle. Bring back to Seattle. But um, hey, man, good episode for sure. Everything going down. Um. Nice little shout out to the social media. Yeah, man. Uh, appreciate everyone uh, with all the love and support we've gotten so far. But make sure you, you know, continue to support our, on all our socials. Um, I'll repeat it again on TikTok and Instagram. The same username at hooping.mb on Twitter, hooping underscore mb, and then subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, hooping with Mike and Brian. Again, we're on all platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Art Music, wherever you want to listen to. We're probably there. So stay tuned with that. Uh, we got another beautiful episode done, Michael. It was great and you know shout out to everybody here at U92 wherever we are um, the support's been great man absolutely amazing all platforms people we are accessible and we are coming out with content daily I ain't gonna say daily cause you know we got school we got things to focus on but weekly we are weekly, weekly we are one episode out per week one episode out per week and then we have at least two to three posts a yeah. week on our TikTok make sure you check our TikTok we are staying updated. Stay going. 2023 is the year. Jordan year is our year, and we're going to keep blowing up and doing our thing. Brian, any last thoughts? Hey, just want to say stay tuned, man. We appreciate all the love and support. Everyone who's left a comment, left a follow, means the, the world to us, man. And, you know, we just hope that we can keep giving out um, content that you guys love. We absolutely love all this support and everything. And it's absolutely amazing and just truly blessed. So, Shout out to everybody that support and just even shout out to, to future future viewers and listeners. We love the support and we're glad for y'all to be a part of this and always to remember, keep on hooping.